Through innovation, academic excellence, and family-centered clinical care, Children's Mercy Kansas City is transforming outcomes for children around the world. Welcome to the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host, Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and our topic is Cardiac High Acuity Monitoring Program, an app for rapid intervention. My guest is Dr. Amy Lay. Dr. Lay is the Director of Inpatient Cardiology at Children's Mercy Kansas City, and she's also the Medical Director of the Cardiac High Acuity Monitoring Program. Dr. Lay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, why don't we just start with, tell us what CHAMP is, the, the patient that it monitors, and what the motivation behind developing this program was? So CHAMP, as you said, is the Cardiac High Acuity Monitoring Program. It was uh, co-created by Don Tucker and Lori Erickson, who are two APNs in the Heart Center in about 2012. It was originally just Lori Erickson seeing patients who are in the interstage um, that have a single ventricle physiology, and the interstage is the very fragile clinical um, state between their first palliative surgery and their second palliative surgery. That stage typically lasts for about four to six months. And in that period of time, Lori, initially, her motivation for helping create this program was to decrease morbidity and mortality for that patient population, which is nationally was quite high. Um, and so she was originally, it was just her seeing patients as an add-on basis in clinic, was attending backup if needed. Um, and then it was developed into this full program that now includes her as the APN coordinator and provider, two physicians, um, and two RNs, along with nutrition, social work, um, support during not just the clinic visits, but continuous monitoring seven days a week. Um, and this program yeah, so has the, been... No, go ahead. So the CHAMP, the CHAMP program is a, is a multidisciplinary team approach um, that I know Children's Mercy does uh, for a lot of its programs. But there's there's something in addition to that, right? There's a home monitoring system, like an application. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about that? So uh, about a year ago, there was an application created, um, and it's on a tablet that we give families um, that are in this interstage period. And the way they're introduced to this tablet is, during usually most of these babies are um, in the hospital for a period of time before they go home. We bring the um, tablet to them. It's provided by children through a grant um, with a wireless card, so the family does not have a cost to this at all. And the app is brought to them, and the parents are taught by one of our application managers, John Apperson, how to use the tablet. And what the tablet does is the parents are able to participate in this fragile child's care at home by entering um, the data that we need to help um, predict what's going to come next. So the things the parents are asked to do are check their pulse oximetry levels, um, check their weights daily, enter all of their feeding information, and also take 15-second videos that they're supposed to enter just at baseline and then also when they're concerned. And so the app collects all this data, sends it to us, and we are able to see it. We get a, we get a um, 24-hour tally every morning in our group, and then we are able to see it at any interval that we need to. And um, there's also pages set up, meaning that we get paged um, when there is a red flag. So a red flag is if a patient's ox um, pulse oximeter level is lower or higher than expected, um, if they've had more than certain number of emesis in a 24-hour period, if they ever have bloody stools, those are the examples, and it directly pages us. So even if we're not watching, we get paged and then we're alerted from the app even before the parents call us quite often. 
Yeah, and so and so and but the app will work independent of the parents in those kind of cases where the the app itself will recognize the red flag. Correct. You, I'm sure is, the parents start to learn a lot of that, and they can yes. probably call you too. But the app takes care of that. They don't have to. Yeah, the parents, so the parents are actually as part of the app teaching. They're actually taught these red flags, so the parents know it, and the machine knows it. And then, um, so quite often, what happens is the app pages us um, as the parents are calling us or paging us. So it, we usually get two <laughs> notifications. But um, yeah. if it's two in the morning, quite often the app will page us even before the parents get a chance. And so when when the parents are first introduced to to the um, tablet and the application and what, what how do they feel about it initially? So some you know we've had mixed reviews initially. Um some parents are a little bit overwhelmed by the technology because they're like I'd rather just use, you know, paper and pen. And it just makes more sense to them, but most of them have a very nice reaction to oh this is an electronic device. I know how to use electronic devices. This keeps it easy, it keeps it simple. And I can keep this tablet with me anywhere I go and just quickly enter data and know that what they like is they know we know right away, that they don't have to wait for a piece of paper the next morning that they email to us or that they call us about. They know that when they enter the data, we can see it. And they really like that part of this program. So obviously the the whole point of this is to decrease, you know, the mortality that we see between the first surgery and the second surgery, which is anywhere between what 10 to 20% yeah. of the babies will die before the second surgery. So okay, so what kind of results are we seeing? Do you have that data? Yeah, so actually in the last year and a half both with the program and with the app, we've actually now have a 0% mortality in the last about I want to say 18 months. Um that since this program has really been in place and since the app has been in place, so we've had no interstage deaths for the fam- for the patients that have gone home on this program, um, which is huge. This, um, yeah, no, thing, that's a, that's yeah. pretty powerful. And the other thing we've seen is actually we're able to, we've actually increased our clinic visits because we see them in clinic when we start seeing these red flags, and these children are not coming to the emergency room. So we've decreased emergency room visits significantly. We've also decreased ICU admissions, meaning that we're catching them early enough in clinic where they're sick enough to be admitted to the floor, but we don't get them sick enough to be admitted to the ICU. So that's also decreased significantly, and both of those decreased costs, um, which is already a burden for these families. Right, right. And so, Dr. Lay, as you as you describe this program, you know, I'm already thinking th- this has application in so many other areas of medicine, right? I mean, where do you think this type of team approach, this type of, you know, at-home monitoring of, of critically ill patients, you know, patients that, uh, like, like these babies, have that high mortality waiting for that second? I mean, this, where do you think this kind of technology is going to go? This looks pretty awesome. Yeah, so I, I think it goes a couple of ways. So one of the things we're actually looking at is um, a predictive analytics, meaning that can we take this data and find, like, even the small changes because we have lots of data points in all these patients. We have thousands and thousands. And can we break those little data points down and say, okay, when your stat drops by 2% over a certain period of time, is that an indication that you're going to get sick soon? So that's one place we're looking at is can we predict sooner than we're even predicting now that something is going to happen that requires us to intervene sooner? And the little subtle signs. So that's one thing. And then I do think that this application can be used even outside of cardiology. Could this be used for another discipline who has critically ill patients? Um, And maybe those patients can go home sooner because they have this ability to be monitored from home, which is a much better environment for a child developmentally. It's better for the families. It's better for the siblings. So can children go home sooner because of this? And we've actually already seen that patients are going home sooner because we have this program in place. 
Yeah, Dr. Lay, thank you so much for the work that you're doing. Uh, the results that you um, have now are quite impressive. Uh, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. You're well, listening you. to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.